Welcome to the Partyology Experience with your host, Marcus Prentice. Hi guys, welcome to the Partyology Experience. You're here, yes, with Marcus Prentice, and I'm here today with our guest speaker, Emma DeJong, the General Manager of Feel Good Events. Welcome, Emma. Oh, thanks. Hello. How is everyone? <laughs> Excellent. How was your weekend? Oh, yeah, you know, good. I've had a week off, so I'm feeling great today. Yeah, I'm sure you are. It's a bit cold, but... It is a bit cold. Yes. <laughs> anyway, okay, enough of the uh, small talk. In today's episode, we're talking about planning. Now, this is something we've talked about before and is super, 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 super important, um, planning. And we, we quite often say the the more plan you can't over plan it. We well, I guess you probably could. You but, could, yes. Yep. But the more planning you do, the more chance that your party is going to be, or event, yep. or wedding is going to be a success. Yes. Agree. Be organised. Yep. So if you think about um, planning a party or a wedding, the stats going around if for planning a wedding, say uh, it takes about two hundred hours to plan a wedding, which is a lot of time. It does. Yep. Trust me. I'm yep. in the thick e- of it. Emma would know. <laughs> yes. And you're, and you're in the event industry, so you would... Uh, yeah, I've got a head start. Yeah, you already know a lot of stuff. I know. But for Joe Blow, who knows nothing uh, or hasn't organised a wedding before, which is most people, yeah, um, yeah, 200 hours is a lot of time. Yeah, minimum, I think. Yeah. I think even more. By yes. the time you've done research and everything above, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're looking minimum of 200. Yeah, and we say for organising a party, you're looking at at least 50 hours. Uh, again, by the time you do all your research and venues, thinking oh. about venues and whether you go and look at stuff or it's just done online, yep. um, you know, emails back and forwards from suppliers, venue, whatever it might be. Yep. Um, you know, even going out and trying on a new dress or suit or something like it that. It takes time. It takes time. So it does. It can take a lot of time and so, yeah. It's like a full-time job. I know some brides that will ring and go, I should have just – started working part-time and then done all the extra in the other days because they just don't have the time to organise their wedding. And they think, I just didn't realise how long this takes. That's right. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of time. And usually with weddings, you know, most brides and couples think about it at least a year out because, you, yeah. you know, they know you've got to plan events. So you've got a lot more time, I guess, for a wedding. Yeah. Uh, for parties, I don't know if they think that far in advance. And then it can become more stressful because there is a tighter time frame. Yeah. And they then become stressed because they There's so much to do. Yeah. They then realise there is as much to do for a party potentially as for a wedding, just slightly different. Yes. Um, So I guess today, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about, um, you know, where do do you start? So Emma has a lot of experience in this, especially (laughs) organising weddings, and we've organised obviously hundreds and thousands of parties. Lots. Um, So we speak to people about this sort of stuff all the time. But Emma, when you're recommending what people should do from the beginning or where to go, what do you usually suggest? So for us, because we're a supplier, we really need more details when people come to us. So making sure that they know exactly what they want. So if you're having a party and you think you're going to have a theme or a style or something like that, you really need to do your research on what type of style you want to do and how you're actually going to execute that. So I love Pinterest. Everything on Pinterest, like fanatical, like Marcus would know this. I have boards upon boards upon boards of themes. Yeah. And I think that's such a really good idea because you start getting a bit of a pattern of what you like. I find people be like, I like this type of style, but then they start pinning things. They're like, oh, I'm going down a bit of a different path here. Where am I going to end up? So it's really good for us as suppliers and just other event companies to understand where you're going. We have lots of clients that will actually share their Pinterest um, boards with us. Yeah, and that really helps, doesn't it? Oh, my it? God, I love it. Yeah. I'm an organised <laughs> freak, so I love any – like give me more information. Overload me. I love it. 
So those sort of things. Instagram is becoming huge, as everyone knows. Facebook as such, I think it's more for like communication and sort of working out some supplies. But Instagram these days for events, huge. Yeah. Lots of inspiration. You get to see what clientele the um, company are doing, what type of functions they're doing. Are they sort of on the same path as you? It's a really good idea to start looking at all their socials and all those sort of things to get an idea of what you like. Yeah. Be realistic of what you want and what sort of, you know, well, we had lots of photos of, you know, fairy light installations. God, they look good, but they're like a $100,000 custom-made fairy light installation. So be realistic as well. But research is a huge thing. Come to us with all the information. No, like, of course, you don't know everything, no. but just a starting point would be really great just to get some ideas of what you sort of think. And then we can then add to that as well and say, oh, what about do, you know, we could do this, we could do that. It really gets all the ideas flowing and then we know sort of we're on the same page as well. Yeah, and I guess that's what the research is all about. It's about creating that vision or yeah. the mood board so that it then helps with the rest of the planning. Yes. So when people um, plan their events and parties, quite often one of the biggest stresses that we've noticed in our business and lots of other businesses is that um, it's – you know, do you trust those suppliers or how do I find a supplier that I can trust? Yes. Because you're going to deal with, no matter what type of the event, uh, you're going to deal with lots of different suppliers, whether it be the function venue, um, a florist, or, you know, somebody Hmm. makes your cake, the DJ, whatever it might be, how do you know you're going to trust them? So is there something that clients can do to, I guess, find, how do they know that they can trust that um, supply. Trust is a hard thing to come by when you don't know that person personally. I think if you are a real people person, I would go and see the people in person um, or ring them on the phone and have an actual conversation with them. You get a pretty good vibe from someone by either meeting them face-to-face or over a phone call. If you really sort of feel like you, like they understand you and you kind of feel comfortable talking to them, everyone's not going to be for everyone. You're not yes, going to, that's, like, right. that's what I sort of think, you know, we're not going to suit everyone and vice versa for other companies. So make sure that you're happy with that, that person you're dealing with on the phone or just also, you know, looking at all their socials and just their business as a whole. Are you happy with their culture? Are you happy with who they are? Are you happy with what they do? Yeah. It's sort of those things, all those things that add up to, do you trust them? I think if you can see that they're working at, you know, decent venues, they're doing decent jobs, yeah. you know, all those sort of things, you go, well, they must be doing a good job because yeah. they're Google doing- Google reviews, yes. those sorts of things. And Google reviews is a hard one sometimes because, you know, we're not all going to have five-star reviews and there is going to be like a jug- juggle between good and bad. But, you know, most of the time, if you've got mostly good reviews, it, you know, there's going to be one-off. That's of. right. It always is. Yeah. How can you get yeah. – if you're getting five stars all the time, then wow. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, little things happen, but th- those things like reviews, you know, testimonials from other clients of how happy they are. Yeah. Uh, of course, every company is going to put out what they're – you know, everyone said about them, but if they've got lots of testimonials from people saying they're really happy and wrapped with their, their service and everything like that, then you kind of know that they're a good business. Yeah. And and I yeah. guess uh, suggestions from friends and oh yeah recommendations and recommendations of course, huge. Um, function venues you know usually the function venue is uh, the first sort of point of call if you're hiring a function venue and you're not planning to have something at home uh, usually they supplier a lot of venues list. yeah supplier list uh, a lot of venues are very sort of I guess some of them are strict some, on yeah. on what supplies they let into their venues because it does represent their business as well. Of so course. if a supplier does a bad job, then it can potentially make the whole function go bad. So yeah. a lot of venues will only recommend decent suppliers. So 
that's a really good start. I know great lot, start. Yeah, lots of venues will recommend some top quality, whether it be florists or photographers or whatever. And yeah, it's a good way to yeah. to get to you know to find some to begin with to make yeah. contact with. And the best thing about that as well is you know that those suppliers know those venues. Now, there's lots of venues here in Melbourne and around the world that aren't the easiest to actually get into. Um, they know, you know, they might have to pick it up at midnight. Having a supplier that already knows all those ins and outs and all the way that the, like the actual company works and the people that work there, it makes your life a lot less stressful. That's right. Because they've already got all that covered. They'll just say, no, I have to get out at midnight that night. I already know that. Th- then you don't need to do all that running yeah. around. And sometimes, yeah, it may cost a little bit more, but it may be worth it just for the stress. 100%. I think that yeah. that's the way to go. Of course, you can find your own people and most com- like venues will allow you to bring other people in. But people that know the venue is always a good thing. Yeah, although you, that is another good point. Some venues are so fussy about who they lend into their function mm. venue that they will actually charge you extra if you don't use their suppliers. Mm. So that's something that when you're looking at a venue, and there's not a lot of venues, but you need to, to, to look into that and ask those questions. If I bring in my own suppliers, is that okay? Mm. And if so, are you going to charge me? Which does seem a little bit strange, but there's certain venues in Melbourne that we work at that we know that the clients have to pay extra if the, if that venue – or sorry, yep. that uh, supplier is not on their preferred supplier list. Yep. Um, and there's reasons behind that. Yeah. That, that's for them to make sure their reputation stays quite high. That's right. That their suppliers are always going to be top-notch doing 100% to yep. what the client wants. Not saying that all the other companies aren't that are going to come in, yes. but they're just very particular on who they let in. And yep. I understand that. Yeah. So recommendations from venues, I, I think you can put a lot of value in. Yeah. And, and also to your friends and family. If they've used the particular DJ before or a photographer or whatever. Yeah, you trust them. Um, you're going to have a bit more trust from your friends or family. So of course. that then leads to the key because it is so stressful in organising a is. function or <laughs> wedding um, or party. You know, should you hire a function plan or event planner, I should say, or a party planner or a wedding planner? All doing all very, the above. What are you going to do? All do yeah, hire? hire one for, for <laughs> everything. Every, everything. Um, you know, should you do it? Now, there are some benefits and um, obviously most of these benefits all comes at a cost. So yes, obviously which would you're be gonna, the con of it, yeah. Yeah, you're going to pay for, um, for that service, but mm. in the long run it can be worth your money. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by organising a party um, or a wedding, um, the first thing I would suggest is if you can't afford a, a function planner or event planner, mm. Um, keep your function very simple. Don't yes. try and do elaborate things. Um, just get the basics that you need mm-hmm. and keep it as simple as possible. That will make it st- as stress-free as possible. Yep. And I- if you are going to do it yourself and you want to keep it as stress-free as possible, plan ahead. Plan. Yep. Give yourself as much time as possible. That will help you. If you do have it in your budget um, to hire a function planner, event planner, um, then – yeah, it's, it's going to be there's going to be lots of benefits in that. Yeah. They will know. Um, again, they're going to know decent suppliers. They'll work. They'll have their own group of suppliers that they mm-hmm. work with. Um, they have expert knowledge in how to set up a function space, uh, the dynamics of how to the function works, what mm. what you should and shouldn't do. Um, you know, they'll help you with color choices and decor and you know when to do things and and all those types of things, things that you probably wouldn't even think of. Uh, the, all the finer de- details, they'll help work in with your budgets. Um, they'll save you a lot of time. They'll save you money probably because that, because you're going to save time, you're going to save money as well. Um, they'll keep you on the right path because you might be you might mm-hmm. have a mood board that like Emma does sometimes and they've got so many different images. It's like <laughs> where do I go with this? I'm so excited. I love every theme and yeah. style. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so they will then help you keep you on the right track. Yep. Um, There's so many pros for this. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, it's the money thing as well. And I think sometimes if you can't afford it, which is totally fine. Another really good thing is to get, if you're going to have suppliers, really use them to your advantage because suppliers, just because they hire equipment doesn't mean that they don't understand how things work. They can give you so much information. Yeah. So I think use that as a key. If you're going to, and most suppliers will give you information without having to pay for it. So yeah. they're not going to plan your function for you, but they can give you really good yeah. key elements to really focus on and make sure that you're sticking with your guns, you're planning properly, and you're actually doing what you want to do for your party. So That's use right. that to your advantage. That's right. And every supplier is an expert. Um, in their field, so they will give you good tips. And that's why we and do this as jobs. We have all right. that information in our brains. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, again, that comes down to trust. If you do end up hiring a party planner, if you're one of these people that just, I want to do it and want to do it my way, mm. you're probably better not yeah. hiring a party planner or a wedding yeah. planner because, yeah, it's just, just gonna you're going to be yeah. frustrated because they may not agree with everything you say. Yeah. Um, so the party planner is there to help you know, create your vision or your wedding or your wedding. Yeah. Um, so you have, trust them. have trust some them trust in them, but that's, that's either easier said than done. Um, but something that's super important. You need trust if you don't trust them because they're going to do things that you might go, well, oh, I don't know about that. But on the day you'll get there and go, I'm so happy we did that. And that's where you need to have some trust because we do know what we're talking about. And, you know, it's, it's important to listen and we can do some things that you didn't even yeah. think were possible. Yeah. And, and one of the other key things, and this is something that most people think, uh, sort of forget about, um, is on the night of your event, now whether oh, it be yes. a party or a, a <laughs> wedding, having somebody there to help run the night. Now, yep. especially for weddings, um, but even so for even parties, parties now. there's lots of things that happen on a night of a function mm-hmm. that if you're the host and maybe having it at your house or, mm-hmm. or, or even at a function venue – Having somebody there to keep the night flowing and ticking over and sort of, I guess, be the function manager for mm-hmm. that particular type of event can you know, help um, yep. with a lot of stress. Oh, 100%. So there'll be things like, you know, you might have some entertainment showing up through the night that needs to have direction. The bar, if you're having it at home and you've organised bar staff and they need some extra ice or… Yeah, they'll you be know, asking wh- you. Yeah, where do the caterers go? I've run out of food or mm-hmm. all these things… If you don't have somebody to manage those sorts of things on the night, you could end up working at your function and not enjoying your and function. And most of them end up doing that. And I've seen it happen so many times. We've had lots of clients where I've gone to their houses and they want to throw these amazing parties. And I'm like, so who's doing all the organisation on the day and on the, on the night? Because you've got to remember all your suppliers are coming to do the setup on that day as well. Yeah. Are you going to be there? Because if you're doing hair and makeup, you're not there for half the day. Who's organising to make sure that they do what you actually wanted them to do? And on the night, when everyone actually arrives, like supplier-wise and all that sort of thing, are you going to be – because you're going to be there with all your guests. You're not going to be wanting to be like, oh, do I need to put this here or there? Yeah. It is a lot to take on and I think if you're wanting to have a good night and just relax, please organise help. Yeah, and it might even be that you've just hired a friend. A friend. Or a friend of a friend. Or somebody that, you work with that's not really a friend coming to the party but is happy to take on the job of just, you yeah. know. and you walk, pay them a couple of hundred dollars yeah. for the night and they're the go-to person. You know, it could be something as simple as the, the, the neighbours are complaining about noise and they've come and knocked on the yeah. door or the police have showed up because it's too noisy. Yeah. Who's going to deal with that? And you need yeah. somebody to manage all these things. The amount of times at functions mm. where people have, you know, as we say, they've run out of ice at the bar or they've run out of clean glasses mm. and they're going to go looking for the person who's having the function. Because that's all they know and that's where they live because it's like they're going to know more than anyone else. Even just food, like, you know, if you haven't got a caterer there looking after the food, 
you know, you've got a grazing table, for example, it's very popular at the moment. Who's going to look after that? Because that can get real messy really quickly. Yeah, it can. And then you or you've run out of plates or serviettes. Oh, yeah, something or... like that. Something so simple that you should not be worrying. If you've spent all this money to have a party and it's your 40th yeah. and you're having to do that all night, you're not going to have a good time. And That's then right. most people are going to be looking for you to want to talk to you and stuff like that That's as well. Right. It's just not a nice a nice environment, no. especially when you're spending that much money. And so that's what we say. Do you want to work at your function or do you want to enjoy it? And <laughs> a lot of people end up working at them. And most of them want to enjoy it. That's what they want. And then they have the night and they're like, yeah. oh, I should have just hired someone. But it's just an oversight. They just don't realise that all these things are going to be done. Now, obviously, if you hire a function venue, then a you lot of this someone. stuff can be taken care of by the venue, yes. which is great. But even then, sometimes there's still things that they can't look that, after that as come, well. That come up that aren't fitting in with their – what they normally do and it yeah. might be, you know, something to do with the entertainment or, you, you know, you've got showgirls coming in and where do they go to get changed and, and stuff like that. So yes. having somebody there to manage those sorts of things is um, yes. really important on the day. Extremely important. So, yeah, again, lots to think about there when it comes to planning. It can be quite stressful. You know, there is good and bad things about hiring a party planner or event planner. Um, we strongly suggest that these days for weddings, more and more people are time poor and weddings being even more involved and more stressful. A, a, lot, a lot more cost involved. Sometimes hiring a, a wedding planner, somebody to think of all these small things and help create your vision um, is, is super important. Yep. So um, hopefully we've touched on some uh, good ideas today and given you some good tips on what to think about when starting your planning. Um, but thanks for listening and we hope, do you tune in again soon? Thanks for listening to the Partyology Experience with your host, Marcus Prentice. Don't forget to subscribe or check out our website for more party tips and expert advice at feelgoodevents.com.au.